This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Super excited today, actually bittersweet today, to talk about raising rates. Why I'm excited about it is because it's transformed my business. While it's the bitter part of it is I wish I would have heard this message that I'm about to share 10 years ago when I started business. I thought about this last night uh, before I went to bed. And again, this morning as I was waking up, I thought, you know, if I w- the information I'm about to share in the show today of what I've learned along the way of raising rates incrementally and consistently and just the whole package that I now have mentally behind rate increases and profitability if I would have had this information year one, I, I was just thinking how many tens of thousands of dollars would that have shifted in my net worth, in, in my overall business. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't have this information or confidence or strategy. And uh, I learned the hard way. But the good news is I have learned. And uh, so I'm going to share this information with you today. Thanks to today's show sponsor, Jobber. And thanks that we finally got a link that's up and running here. Getjobber.com forward slash Paul is where you can go. And you can actually try Jobber out for free for 14 days and navigate through the CRM there and uh, the app and see if you like it. And if you do, then you can sign up. You'll get 20% off through my link at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. And uh, the first 14 days is completely free if you just uh, want to try it out. So before we get into this message before I forget, uh, at greenindustrypodcast.com, the the information I'm going to share today, I have, and Marty, when are we going to get new chairs? I got this car table chair in here, squeaking like crazy. Uh, add that to the list in the uh, low priority column. Uh, we have, for our budget around here, we have high priority um, and low priority. So I guess my, ch- well, Okay, I've already said my chair is low priority, but that's what we got to we got to get that. And the way I run my business is I have these lists in my landscaping business and my media company, and even in my personal life, I kind of keep my finances in those three categories. For example, my personal life, so I have a list of you know priority of what I want to do. The next project financially is I want to update my ba- my balcony. I, I want to I have beautiful view of the mountains and you know, the sun sets and I can sit on my balcony in the evening and it's gorgeous. The reflection of the sun off the mountains and just beautiful. And, uh, but anyway, I, right now I'm just sitting in these uh, four card table chairs. <laughs> it's kind of ghetto. And, uh, so as I'm, you know, planning to have this beautiful girl that I like, you know, over one night, uh, for a cooker, some dinner and, uh, you know, sit on the back, you know, back porch and watch the sunset over the mountains I can't be like, hey, pull, you know, like let me fold out a card table chair for you. So anyway, that's just an example of how I have all my, uh, not necessarily dreams, but goals, you know, financially what I want to do in each of my businesses and then in my personal life and they're in order. So then as the money becomes available, I just go through the list and the highest priority gets taken care of first and then the next one and the next one and the next one. So that's just kind of mentally how I'm at. But back to uh, greenindustrypodcast.com, I have a rate increase letter. I'm going to be talking about this. It's the actual way I've learned in my business to raise my rates consistently 
and incrementally, with small increments, because people don't get all bent out of shape if you go from $50 cutting their grass and the next season you're at $52, most folks are going to say that's cool. When you do that every single year for all your customers, that becomes thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars over time. So the letter that we use is online, and this letter is basically taken from, I have a friend who works at a gigantic company that does, you know, tens of millions of dollars in revenue. I guess it's not gigantic in my mind, but I guess, you know, there's companies that do hundreds of millions and billions, but nevertheless, this company does tens of millions of dollars in revenue. And my friend oversees the financial part of this company and, and part of their job responsibility is raising rates. And so, my friend shared with me kind of all of the tips and tricks that they use with their clients and actually shared with me the different letters that they've used over the years. And so what I did is I took that as a template and I, I mean, I didn't copy and paste it completely, but I kind of did <laughs> copy and paste it. And then I begin to structure it into landscaping lingo, lawn care lingo, and but it's still like really, really professional. Like you'll read it and you'll be like, okay, yeah, I'm re- yeah, Paul's raising my rates. Come on. Like they'll get excited. It's just, it's really well written. And so that's available. We got a sale. What'd you put the sale at, Marty? 20, okay, it's 20 bucks. It was 25 bucks. But for the Corona, COVID 19, uh, folks are around wanting to raise their rates. $20. And all you got to do, we put insert here so you'll. <laughs> don't don't uh, forget to do this <laughs> and send it. It says insert here. I made a video one time with iMovie and it says insert title here. And I wasn't paying attention. I uploaded it to YouTube. <laughs> My brother's like, uh, Paul, you forget to put the title in? I was like, maybe. And then I watch it back. It says insert title here. So, but anyway, we put, you know, where the date goes, we put insert date here and, you know, your title, you know, you, you want to put your name. It's self-explanatory the information that you need to fill in to customize it for you, but everything else is right there. You just need to basically customize the date, your company. If you have a logo, you can put that at the top. We'll put insert logo here. And uh, all you got to do is basically, you know, copy and paste. They're not even copy and paste. Uh, download the template and then delete the insert here and insert the date and your name and uh, anything else you want to change on it. And then boom, you have that to send out to your customers. So that's uh, $20, greenindustrypodcast.com. And uh, Marty, I hope you got all that. It looks good to me, but um, looks like Mr. Producer is uh, producing that show, making that dough, and uh, getting the website up and running. So can we get you, where's it at? Give you a little, uh, hey. Well done, Marty. Well done. Well, I want to share coming up the secrets. The I don't even know if they're secrets. It's probably common sense to most people. But it took me seven or eight years to finally get the confidence and the strategy to raise rates on my customers annually and just incrementally to where pretty much they always just, uh, you know, understand that, yeah, of course, you know, inflation's 4% or so a year and everything's going up. And so for you to raise the price from $50 to 52 the next year from 52 to 54 maybe 54 to 57 if you want to get intense, folks agree to that. Now, if you cut in your, someone's yard for $50 and you come back the next year, hey, we raised the rates to $100, they are going to tell you get lost, and that's just foolishness. But anyway, 
we're going to get into all that uh, coming up. But uh, we got a new little commercial uh, Mr. Producer put together. So go ahead and play that, Marty. What, let me see here. All right. Yeah. Yeah, play that. No, no, no. The one you just sent me. Yeah. The new one. Yeah. So we're going to play that. And then uh, <laughs> coming right back up, uh, I'm going to share what has changed my business with raising rates. Paul here to share about the CRM that I personally use in my business, and that is Jobber. My favorite feature of Jobber is the ability to store my customers' cards on file. This has helped tremendously with cash flow in my business. It is convenient and helpful on the first of each month to charge my customers' cards who are on the monthly retainer program. Then, for those special one-time projects, it's easy to simply charge my customers' cards at the time of completion of the work. No more waiting for the check to arrive in the mail. Jobber has increased efficiency in my business. Now they are offering a free 14-day trial if you would like to explore if Jobber is the CRM for your business. We have a new link that will also get you 20% off your first six months. Just visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to get started with a 14-day free trial. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Good job on that one, Mr. Producer. As they say in Major League, broadcast the school really is. Pay it off. That's my favorite scene for that movie. Bob Euchre's in there and Monty, the guy who sits next to him that never talks. He just sits there. He never talks. And then one time he, he uh, made a drop-in and he is, and Bob Euchre's like, dynamite drop-in, Monty. That broadcasting school's really paying off. <laughs> Oh, I don't know why I think that movie's so funny. That's that's uh, one of my favorite movies. All right, so friends, if I would have done this year one, uh, and I, I'm so mad that I didn't, but if I would have done this year one, let's take for example Miss Susie, cutting Miss Susie's grass, fifty dollars. Okay, this was uh, for easy math. We'll call it 2010, 2011. What would have happened? If I go to Miss Susie in the winter, coming into spring, write her a real nice letter, the rate increase letter that I have now. It's perfect. It, it explains why you need to raise the rate. It just, it, it makes it, no one's going to read that letter and be like, oh, well, that's ridiculous. No, they're going to read it and be like, that's very reasonable. So now I have this weapon, this letter that is a reasonable explanation of why I need to raise the rates. And the other thing that I have learned is to do it incrementally. I had a disaster of understanding the finances and business early on to where I was completely overwhelmed with my overhead of not being organized and knowing to the penny what it was costing me to run my business. And I was just completely undercharging my customers. Uh, My prices were so low because I was so desperate and scared and I needed to get if I was putting in a bid I just I needed to make sure I got it because I needed the money and so which was a just a horrible situation because I'd get the job I'd spend all the time energy and effort getting the job done and by the time I got paid and all the money went out the door to all the expenses job materials overhead I didn't even make money so it would have probably been better if they didn't go with me until I finally figured out the right prices so anyway Long story short, you guys who've been listening to the show for a while, I get with a 
businessman who used to work for Brickman and all these big companies and knows from the not not in the field for them, but in the office side of their businesses and understood how they crunched their numbers. He crunches my numbers and says, Paul, you're bi- how are you in paying your bills? How are you in business? Your prices are too low. You're not efficient. And so I was then stuck at this place where I was like, oh my gosh, I have to raise my prices. He's like, you have to raise your prices within an hour. Like, go write your letter <laughs> and send it out like in two hours at the max. Like, you got to raise your prices immediately. You can't wake up tomorrow without raising your prices. So I was in this horrible situation where my prices were so low and so off that I had to raise, I mean, he's basically, for all practical purposes, I had to double my price to be at a reasonable profit margin. I mean, that's how bad my situation was. And he's like, it's not going to work. You can't tell your customer you've been doing the yard for $45 and then you at least have to be at $75 to be profitable. That's going to be a tough sell. And so... I did it in big increments, not the increment that I needed to be profitable. My prices were so low is what I'm trying to <laughs> emphasize there. It was so embarrassing. So anyway, I law I did it wrong. Well, I didn't necessarily do it wrong. I was desperate. I had to have my prices increase. So I lost a lot of customers because I didn't raise it 5%. For some of them, it was 10%. For some of them, it was even a lot more. And I just told them, I was like, listen, when I started, I didn't know what I was doing. And I know I've been doing your yard for 45 or 50 bucks, but I got to do it for like 95. <laughs> and uh, they told me to get lost. Uh, and then they hire a new company and all the new companies will come out and be like, yeah, 95 bucks. <laughs> and then they realize, okay, yeah, Paul, Paul is being honest. That is what the market's paying. So long story short, if I could go back and do it again, year one, I would have done my research and charged the market rate, which, you know, is 55 to $60 per man per hour here in Atlanta right now. Let's just call it $60. So you can calculate if you got a two-man crew, you got to charge $120 for an hour of work. This is just easy math here. Well, I didn't know all that, and I was thinking the wrong way back then. So with all that being said, the way I would have gone about it, if I could go back in time and start over, I would have charged the right price. Just for easy math, let's say I charge... Somebody $100 per per maintenance. I know we do installations. We do maintenance. I'm just trying to do easy math because we got a lot of folks different listening from different walks of business. So let's call it 2020. That's the year we're in now. And you're doing the yard for $100. And it's in a profitable range. Well, next season, and it's different in your country and in your state when spring starts. Here in Georgia, March is the beginning of our spring. And uh, so if I send out a letter in January or February, the letter I got at greenentrypodcast.com is the exact letter, you know, the, the exact template. All I do is change the date from 2020 to 2021. And I send them out a letter, you know, explaining to Miss Susie of how much I appreciate her, why we need to raise our rates. And I take the rate. Last year, we did your yard for $100, your, your service. But this year, it's $105. Or maybe $107. We, we, we incrementally, it's not gigantic, but we, wait, we, we raise her rates. 5%, $105, Miss Susie. And we did a good job for Miss Susie last year. Well, guess what? Miss Susie's going to say, yeah, that's fine. Well, that's $5 on her property and all the other ones, that's five more dollars every single week. That adds up fast, friends. 
that adds up real fast. I know it's not a lot. Five bucks ain't a lot. Or maybe you go from $50 to $52 or $50 to $53. But I hear about these companies. I was talking to a guy the other day because I was thinking about rate rate increases and all this. And I was like, how often do you do you, do you increase your rates? He's like, oh, this guy's been doing it for a while. I was like, every two years, every two years, every two years. And I'm thinking, well, what if he would have done it? Not that I'm a superstar, you know, hot shot, but I was like, well, what if you did it every year? And uh, you, you could kind of see the look on his face. like, oh, I guess I would have made more money. I was like, yeah, exactly. And so it just needs to be a staple in our mentality that we are worth it. And every single year going into the spring, let's raise our rates. I mean, there's there's no reason not to. And the problem is if you get greedy, not I want to use the word greedy, but you get a little too a little too aggressive with the amount you're raising it, that's where you could get into trouble. But most people, a two to five dollar swing, or if you're doing pine straw and you charge seven dollars and fifty cents per bale last year, well, this year you better raise it at least a dime, seven dollars and sixty cents. I don't know how many thousands of bales of pine straw you throw out during the year or mulch. Your rate was $70 per yard installed last year or this year, you're $75 per yard installed mulch or $80. Whatever it was last year, raise it by five bucks. Nobody, I just did this, uh, we did, what was it, 35 yards of mulch the other day. And I raised the lady's rate, $5 per yard. And she didn't, I told her, you know, I obviously before, because I have her card on file with Jobber, I told her, you know, hey, we're, you, when did you actually uh, texted her, I think in January. And I said, hey, we're just uh, scheduling our calendar for the spring. Of course, our, our spring uh, rush fills up quickly. Uh, just want to make sure we have you scheduled for a day. Uh, when would you prefer your mulch to be done? This was back in, it was January or first week of February. And uh, she wrote back and she was like, let's shoot for um, April. And so I was like, cool. So, you know, end of March, I shot her a text and said, hey, just had you down for the first week of April uh, because of the quarantine. Uh, thankfully, the supplier's still open. you still on. And uh, I said, and uh, our rate, and I, you know, told her what the new rate is this year. And I said, yeah, let's do it. So, boom, banged out the job, charged card on file. And it was effortless because it was only five bucks, which isn't, I know this lady's a millionaire, but for most people, that's not a game changer. But it is, you, you could you could backfire if you overdo it and, and, you, and you, you make that increment of the rate increase too much. But friends, if you're not raising your rates, you are losing out. You got inflation going against us. And our, I mean, all my guys at Pine Straw, why is that word so hard to say, Marty? Pop, 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 Pine Straw. Pine Straw, they, uh, these jokers were charging three cents. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Mar- Marty kept telling me I gotta stop saying these jokers because I he says I alienate too many people. We gotta we gotta be careful about that, Paul. Why is everyone a joker? These characters, these <laughs> okay, the pine straw installation folks. You know, last year they charged me three dollars and seventy five cents. Old my buddy old Juan, uh, three seventy five per long needle bale, and uh, homeboy I get over there this year he's like four dollars, Paul. Calls me Paul. I was like, $4? I was 
I thought, I thought it was 375. And he, everyone passes. It's like the government. Everyone passes it on to the other the other person. He's like, well, the boss, the boss's boss said we got to charge four. And I was like, come on, man. 375. Nah, the boss said four. And, you know, he's, uh, all right. So <laughs> that's 25 cents per bill that I have to pay more. So actually raising it a dime. We don't do that much pine straw. Um, I've got most of my customers. Pine straw in Georgia's way more popular than mulch. But I personally grew up in Ohio and I'm a mulch guy myself because that's what we did. And I just like mulch better than pine straw. So I just tell my customers, I'm like, pine straw is ghetto. I was like, you want mulch? <laughs> so, uh, I literally tell that to them. They're, they're like, really? I think it was. I was like, ah, get mulch. <laughs> like, all right, Paul. So, uh, but anyway, raise our rates, folks. We need to study our numbers. We need to know our numbers. We need to make sure we're being profitable. But that's my business model is I'm going to raise my rates every single year, no matter what, but I'm going to do it just slightly so that the customer doesn't get all bent out of shape and I'm going to do it consistently. So guess what? 2021 in January or February, I'm sending out the same letter, exact same letter. And I'm going to change the date. I'm going to put, instead of 2020, I'm going to put 2021. And I might change up a word here or there or something, but very minimal. And I'm going to send it out to them and everything's going to be cool. And because I have their, you know, I have their card on file, it's just, you know, you just just get a quick authorization or confirmation. Hey, just want to make sure you know, you know, on uh, April 1st, the rate's going from, uh, for, this is a real example of one that I did. I think I mentioned this on a previous show, but. I charge my customers the same price every month. So, and, and that's because of the climate here. We work year-round in Atlanta. We do less work in January and February, but when we do more in the spring, summer, and fall, but I, I just tell my customer, hey, I'm going to charge you $275 on the first of every month, and that will be January, February, March 1st, every single month, first of the month, we're going to charge your card this amount. Now, obviously, you're going to see us out here a lot more in the fall when we're cleaning up the leaves and in the spring when we're scalping everything down and getting everything ready. And you'll see us less in December, January, and February when everything's cleaned up and we just need to kind of, you know, do a do a maintenance, make sure everything's looking good for Christmas and everything. But it's the way we balance the time, and no, I've never had anyone push me on this. I was like, but we're going to charge you the same amount, a flat rate, uh, but just know that we'll be out here more in the you know peak season and less in the um, non-peak season, but it just helps us budget having the same price, and everyone understands that. And that's how I've ran my business for a decade, and I haven't had any problems. I know you can't do that if you live in the Midwest or in the North or in Canada or maybe another country, but I get, I do it here, and I set the, you know, that's, that's what my customers want. And someone asked me one day, they're like, well, couldn't you get screwed if you worked all winter and then, or pardon me, you worked all spring and summer and fall. And then when it came time to winter, they, they fired you and you didn't get paid. I was like, well, technically, yeah, I would. But going back to vetting customers and uh, listen to Caleb Almond's episode on vetting customers, I think it's like episode number 15. We don't want to, we, we want to hire customers that we can trust that aren't going to do that. So anyway, I think I, I think I covered it. Uh, just raise your rates every single year. It's good to do it before the spring, not not wait till the spring, but before the spring in the winter after the holidays. You know, I think you don't want to bother people in December. Everyone's preoccupied with uh, Christmas family, all that stuff. 
But then the first of the year, people are getting their finances in order, you know, getting their life uh, organized for the year. That's kind of when I like to, to, to notify them in January or February that, hey, guys, here's the, uh, the letter. You just email it to them. I used to actually mail them out in, in the mail, um, but now I just email it to them. And then I just do a quick follow-up with everybody and just say, hey, just want to make sure we're all, you know, everything's good for this year. And, uh, you know, uh, April 1st, we're going to go with the new rate. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. So charge lady $275. This is a real-life example. And uh, I actually bumped her rate all the way up to $304. And, um, you know, she said that's cool. So that was a little bit of a stretch. I, uh, but that was a newer customer. And when I originally had quoted her, I quoted her $300. And she's like, well, the other guy was doing it for $275. And I really wanted this customer because they're famous. I mean, they're if I said who they are, you'd know who they are <laughs> if they're famous. And uh, so I was like, uh, okay, $275. But then um, I raised the rate this year to $304 uh, for, 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 you know, first of every month. So... But anyway, just that if I would have done that, ugh, starting out 10 years ago, and every single, you know, January or February, raised everyone's price for, you know, 2 or $3 and been raising my prices on the pine straw and the mulch and everything, then I would be, I'd have a rock for this girl, <laughs> for her ring. I'm still praying it in, boys. I'm, I'm asking God for the most awesome engagement ring. You guys are like, you haven't even gone on a date with her. Why are you? I'm just, I plan ahead. I like to plan ahead. I like to get things in order here. But um, anyway, <laughs> I, it doesn't even have to be money for an engagement. We're giving money for anything, but we have more money. I People are like, you talk about money a lot, Paul. You talk about, yeah, we're in business to make a profit. Are you kidding me? That's a good thing. It's, it, it's, it's not, you don't have to be scared. Like being profitable is good. I don't want the stress. I've had the stress of looking at the bank account, writing down all the bills, and just going, oh, God. I got all these bills. <laughs> I don't got enough money to pay all these bills. Or I got just enough, and it's, oh, I got to, uh, you know, navigate the dates I pay. I, that, I, I, when you go through that, it's not fun. And so I'm trying to separate myself from those situations and those emotions as far as I can. And the way to do it is by having money. It's by being profitable. It's by having more than enough. It's by, and so we need to make sure our rates are good, that we are making good profit margins, that we have happy customers providing the good service at a profitable rate. And so it's a win-win. I, you go to my customer's yards, you're going to notice they're the nicest ones on the street. I take pride in my work. My customers love that, appreciate that. I'm reliable and everything looks good. I just was talking to a celebrity. When I, I don't tell you guys all these people's names because I just, I don't know. I just don't. But when I say this, there's a lot of celebrities that live in Atlanta. Okay. And uh, so anyway, I was talking to this person and they just gave me a compliment. Like everything you've done for us, you know, I've serviced this guy for two years. Like everything's been up to par. Thank you. Because I was, I was, I was uh, priming them up, actually, for a rate increase. Because I uh, some of the vocabulary I use sometimes is like, hey, let's check in after a few months with um, just when, about my performance. You know what I mean? And so I just ask them, hey, how's everything looking? How's everything going? And then they just heap the praise on. Say, Man, everything's looking fantastic, Paul. Keep up the good work. Keep going. And so 
you know, even at points like that, you have a window where you can, you know, discuss rate increases and stuff like that as well. But I just, I like to remind them that I'm doing a good job. So when it does come time to raise the price, you have, uh, you have no problems with that. And obviously the, it goes without saying you need to be doing a good job. If you're doing a crappy job and you're asking for a rate rate increase, well, you, you might have a problem there. So do quality work. Get, become an expert, whether you're just cutting that grass and making that cash or you're doing installations, you know, become a student and, and learn as much as you can and, and perfect that craft. So I really appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, guys, get that letter, download it, and uh, don't, don't send it with insert date here. <laughs> put the date in, put your name on it, put your logo on it, and uh, raise those rates. So I uh, hope this helps. And uh, Marty, put, will you put it in the show's notes at the bottom? Okay. So you can either go, uh, if, you're, if you're on the iTunes, just scroll down and there's show's notes and uh, on Apple Podcasts and you can click on the link there and the link will work on uh, no matter where you're listening in the podcast world. I just use the Apple Podcast so I know how to do it. You scroll scroll up actually and then at the bottom of the page, there's the show's notes links. You can click on the link, take you to the Green Industry Podcast. You can download that template for 20 bucks and use it, change whatever you want on it. I mean, it's your file to have. Um, but that's great for future use of uh, using the rate increase letter. Or you could just go to greenindustrypodcast.com, click on the rate increase letter there. And uh, let me know, DM me on Instagram. Let me know uh, how that helps. Certainly would appreciate that. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks again to Jobber. If you guys want to try Jobber, 14-day free trial, get jobber.com forward slash Paul. And uh, you can try out my friends at Jobber. That's a CRM we use around here. Have a blessed day, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you've been enjoying this content, smash that subscribe button. Smash it. I guess it doesn't even matter how hard you press it. You can even lightly press it. (laughs) Just make sure you subscribe if you're not already subscribed. I'm here to bring you uh, the best business advice I can uh, with a strategic approach to the lawn care landscaping industry. Have a great day, everybody. Peace out.